Chinese balloons, Chinese police stations, Chinese military bases, operations and training. Made in China. You guys remember the way uh, Trump would say China? China. Ah, oh, the problems of China. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's what that's what's going on, it seems, these days in our uh, news feeds on social media. These few days, yesterday, I think, is when that news, quote-unquote, broke. Chinese balloons. We've been seeing a lot of eggs as well, haven't we, in this past month? All these humorous memes about eggs and how expensive they are. You know, you have that meme where Buddy's... Per- <laughs> Buddy is... Uh, Oh, what do you call that now? Proposing to his wife, you know, wife-to-be, to his girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> and he's doing so and he's opening up a box of eggs, you know, and stuff like that. Paying for stuff with eggs and seeing the value of eggs. How'd that get there, huh? How we get to be, uh, how we get to be uh, a people who uh, post about eggs all day. <laughs> oh, man, what's going on? Well, Stefan Maia with you. AddedSouls.com, the early bird podcast sessions here. And uh, we're on our Friday episode. And on Fridays, we are themed for sociopolitical conversations. Though we'll agree at many times what we are talking about are matters of moral. Matters of moral conversation. It's just they've been politicized by the corrupt entities that are currently leading our nations. Um and from my perspective, of course, it is through Canada and America, the U.S., and those who are um, in administrative powers and governing powers. And, um, yeah, Chinese balloons, apparently, is what's going on. Hey, please consider subscribing to the channel. If you're new here, it helps us out a whole bunch. To keep going forward with the Added Souls ministry and the studio and all the equipment and all that kind of good stuff. Because it puts the word out there that there is opportunity for you to support the Added Souls ministry through the Maya family, my wife and I, my kids, and the mission we are involved with in uh, the East Coast of Canada with the East Coast Church of Christ. You can find me on Facebook and you can find me over here on Rumble and so can you find East Coast Church of Christ on Facebook, and uh, you can check out the website. If you want to support, if you are willing and able to support, it would be a good deed. It goes towards uh, what I have mentioned, and you can do so through signing up over at addedsouls.locals.com. It's free to sign up, but you can choose to support there monthly. No amount is too low, no amount is too high. And you will receive exclusive content, and you get to have more so a personal connection. I tend to utilize that in ways that would not be permissible, if you will, on other social media platforms because of censorship reasons, obviously. But over there at addedsouls.locals.com, we have the freedom to talk about this kind of stuff without uh, getting... um, well, deplatformed, shadow banned, uh, and all that kind of stuff. There is no violation of community standards to speak our opinions and things of that nature. So, uh, by all means, please consider doing that. We're about a thousand dollars short that we need to uh, accumulate and raise uh, to continue going for this year, 
And I think that can be done. We've been praying, and uh, I know a great many of you uh, love us and love the work we do. So I know you'll share that, and we can get that done. Okay, so our sociopolitical conversation today, obviously, in current events, we're going to repeat the model, the structure that I created that helps us understand a bit more what's happening in world event, world events and, and, and the things that are threatening to us as Christians, obviously, and, and, and all of that. So we're, we're definitely going to go there. But if we ask ourselves the questions as to why these current moments are happening, this structure is going to help answer that. If you're, if you're new here, you'll stick around. You'll see what's going on. Chinese balloons... Chinese uh, um, police headquarters, Chinese military. And uh, obviously, we, we citizens of Canada and America know it's nothing against Chinese people, uh, personally. Um, I am firmly convinced that uh, there is a great many Chinese people, uh, people who come from China, recognized culturally as Chinese people, who are um, decent human beings, morally upright, clean, hard workers, structured, disciplined, and um, have much to offer society. I have no doubt. I know that to be true. And the hub city over here in New Brunswick, Canada, uh, we have a, a growing Chinese culture and population. And um, for the most part, they, they contribute to society. And um, we got no problems with that. Whatsoever. Not a problem. Not, not at all. Okay. However, like any society, any country, any nation, there is corruption about in governing powers and within compromised citizenries who are loyal subordinates to a corrupt regime and a tyrannical oppression through, of course, the pathway of the isms that we'll be speaking about. And so, though there are good Chinese people, there are also bad Chinese people. You can say the same for Canadians, for Americans, for whoever, wherever, anywheres. It's the whole thing with our free will, environment, and purpose, and conscience, and uh, decisions we make, and all that kind of stuff. So, as it stands, it seems to be that Chinese uh, influence and corruption, the side of corruption has certainly infiltrated the Western world and is influencing in one way or another our governing powers who have since, of course, surrendered and been compromised to foreign threat, allowing our nations to now be puppeteered by globalist entities and powers we never voted in. The illusion that we have the right to vote, which is our founding documents, by the way, is is simply an illusion. I'm not trying to cause unnecessary fear towards you. It's just being, I don't know, sober-minded, self-controlled, aware of what's happening, reality. They do control the electoral service. It, it's been compromised. It's corrupted. <clears throat> we may think not, but it is all controlled. And will it ever come to light? Will that reality ever be exposed? Well, I think it's been. It's just not allowed to be spoken as truth. It's just shrugged under the rug. <laughs> you know, no, no, that's just 
We're not ready to accept that one. Uh, that's just conspiracy theories. The foil hat endeavors, you know, the crazy extremist v- uh, conspiracies. Uh, well, I don't think so. I've looked at those things, and it kind of... When you take the one plus the one and it makes two, you're like, yeah, okay. There you go. The formula they've created and this corrupt regime seems to be working. I mean, if you're going to go all the way, except, I mean, imagine you're a bad guy. You're the villain. You're the evil. You're the evil presence in the world, right? You want to conquer the world. What are you going to do? Everything else but corrupt the electoral process be like no <laughs> you know that's their freedom there with uh, with with elections and voting i don't want to mess around i don't want to tamper with those things so i'll do everything else that's bad i'll do 99 things that are bad but i'll give them that one thing that voting thing well of course not it's the first thing they went for they know it's one of the most important components of our freedom and our documents and our founding fathers they know that so the bad guys the villains they're like that's the first place we need to hit. And they have. And you and I live in this quote-unquote matrix. It's not a conspiracy theory. You can do your homework. I had to do that and find out that they do manipulate. They do control. They don't want... that. They'll give you some crumbs from the table so that you don't wake up to what's happening, of course, you know. Oh, yeah, 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 sure, sure, yeah, you, you still have a vote, yeah. Are there things happening with good people, a.k.a. decent people, who are in political power, in law enforcement, in military, in, in government? I believe there is. That's a, bit of, that's a bit of hope. I believe there are decent human beings in positions of public service and power that are trying to change that, that are trying to expose the corruption in the electoral process. And they want to try to change that to make that more fair so that we can once again know that there is an accountability to our vote and that our vote is going to be in the ballot and is going to be taken care of and it means something. There's a reason we currently have the leaders we have in America and in Canada. And yes, of course, we always face the fork in the road. Is it because the citizenry is so depraved, immoral, and lost that we can no longer discern fact from fiction, so we vote into power fictional characters, drama teachers, actors? Or is it that these individuals, through the globalist power and the infiltration of foreign threat, puppeteering all things have manipulated the electoral process? Ah, the great debate at this time in our era, our generation. I don't know all the answers. It is of my opinion that enough evidence has been presented to at the very least, at the very least, we should consider, yeah, the electoral process is corrupted. It is my opinion that that has been proven. Now, I don't know across the board, but certainly in, in locations, it has been proven. Certain states, certain districts and counties, provinces. But we're not allowed to say that. Matter of fact, we're not going to be allowed to say much of anything since 
our government over here in Canada is passing, or has passed, I think, Bill C-11, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's where the state, the state gets to tell us what we're allowed to listen to, what we're allowed to view. Yeah, it has to be state-approved. Well, we are, I mean, we are entering this new world, communism. Yeah, I know they call it new. It's been happening. It's, But this is how this works. We are going to be told what we can watch and what we can't watch and what we can listen to and what we can't listen to. And I assure you, you won't be allowed to listen to this, nor will I be allowed to continue to do this if they fully bring into fruition this bill. Now, it can pass, and I think it has, but now it has to be enforced, and I don't know how that's going to turn out. We'll have to keep an eye open for that. But imagine you're in Canada. You're a Canadian. You grew up in freedom. I'd go back to my 70s, 80s, and 90s any day. Freedom. Uh, there was always rumors of war. There was always turmoil and corruption in government. There was things taking place. But life was peaceful. Neighbors kept their doors opened. We spoke to each other. We all agreed that we have to get rid of bad guys. And back then, the bad guys were the bad guys, and the good guys were the good guys. Now we've changed that, haven't we? The bad guys are the good guys, and the good guys are the bad guys. Call evil good and good evil now. I go back there. I go back to the 70s, 80s, and 90s. That's my generation. That's my time. I go back there. But anyways, we can't do that. Now we're in the new world. Now we're in the new world. And things are very, very corrupt. Very corrupt. So Bill C-11 makes sense now. I mean, have you been paying attention? We've not been allowed to travel. We've not been allowed to have employment. We've not been allowed to operate our small businesses. Right? We've not been allowed to congregate in our homes for holidays, for weddings, for funerals, for worship. We've not been allowed to practice Christian principle. We've not been allowed to quote certain Bible verses. We're not allowed to say words. We are living the Orwellian novel. Here it is. <laughs> Welcome to the new world. Okay. Well, what do we do as Christians? Well, we remain self-controlled and sober and aware of our surroundings, still keeping our thoughts, building heavenly wealth, knowing that this life is but a vapor, that we must be good stewards of this existence, that we must do all we can to preserve our purpose in this existence, which is to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. Because if we convert souls to Jesus Christ and they have the governance of the New Testament within their hearts, they're going to love one another. Right? We're not going to need no corruption leading our country with no Bill C-11 telling us what we can watch and what we can't watch and how we can watch it and where we can watch it. Or be fined and jailed. Uh-oh. I listened to something I was not supposed to, telling me the truth about <laughs> what's going on. Now they're going to put me in jail. Have you been paying attention to what they're doing to Dr. 
Peterson, Jordan Peterson. Yeah, that's that's what they're doing there. They need to bring him into a re-education camp on how to interact on social media. He's not being a good boy, is he? No. Bring him into these concentration camps. What is so sad, and as a witnessed account, testimony to how shameful we are as a citizenry, many of us are all for this, by the way. We've been all for this because we've been weaned through the conveyor belt of academics who've been training us through this Marxist, this social Marxism, this progressivism. And it all began through that channel, you know, liberalism, progressivism, right? Liberalism, progressivism. Well, I'm not going to ism you out at this time. We're going to go through the structure and you'll see where that lands and how that reveals itself. And I had to do this. I created this model, this these branches and the, these modules, these things, because I, I can. it makes more sense to me. I had to categorize. I had to have it in a blueprint so I can make sense of the reality we currently live in and how dysfunctional and chaos it has now become the norm of the day and how we've become desensitized, callous to the brutality and violence of our environment. Of course, you're going to have a lot of the citizenry saying, yeah, let's go for World War III. Let's nuclear stuff out and let's, let's just murder, 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 murder. That's what you find in a godless nation. Okay, so to, to, to the structure. And again, it'll make sense to why we're seeing things like Chinese balloons now. And uh, over here in Canada, we have uh, Chinese military training uh, camps and Chinese-style uh, enforcement. We saw that with the Freedom Convoy, who did all they could to um, alleviate us from the pressure of this communistic power who wants us, you know, um, fully submissive to their tyranny. Well, the Freedom Convoy and the peaceful protest that took place was squashed, wasn't it? Yeah. And most of what took place by enforcing the squashing of freedom uh, came at the hands of uh, CCP, uh, Chinese Communist Party, uh, influence. And um, the, the hole goes deep. And a great many things are not yet revealed, but a great many things have been, if you're paying attention. Another bill, of course, will be Bill C-21, I believe, that may have passed already or is going to pass. That's where they are going to start confiscating all our, our weapons, our guns, if you will, our firearms. Not the criminals' firearms, mind you. The farmers, the sports shooters, all that. And of course, if you're listening to the propaganda channels, um, all of this is baloney. To the, you know, right? We're all a bunch of conspiracy theorists, extremists, racists, phobics, bigots, right-wingers, you know, all that kind of stuff. Well, that's the ploy. That's the deception they play. Let's go, let's go through the structure, you and I, together. Let me see something here just to make sure we're up and rolling forward. Yeah, all right. So let's remember the structure. Our identity, founded by our legal documents, which came from a higher power. In other words, God. And a very specific God. The God of the Bible. The 66 books of the Holy Bible. That God. The God. The living God. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. 
that god, not the other gods, not the uh, Islamic god, not Muhammad, not Hinduism, not Buddhism, not any other foreign or heathen or pagan god. No. America and Canada, with a difference in governing policy and power, to the greater degree, were founded by documents and our forefathers' perspective and worldview to a higher power, the God of the Holy Bible, Jesus Christ, Christianity, and the principles therein. That's it. Whether you agree with that or not is of no bearing. It's just the truth, the objective absolute. If you look at the history and you look at these founding documents and what they say and how they say it and how it began and what allowed us to have freedom for so long, by the way, until we lost it. Higher power. Our identity comes from a higher power. That's why it was written in our chartered rights, constitutional acts, and all these things. And they held five points of most necessary element for our freedom. And again, I created this model to make sense of it all. And the five points of identity, which comes from a higher power, which was respected and honored by our founding fathers and documents was this, pro-Christianity, pro-life, pro-family, pro-self-defense, and pro-country. What does that mean? Pro-Christianity the religious worldview of our nation was Christianity, meaning if you were in positions of public service, authority, power, influence, leadership, you had to adhere and respect to Christian principle. Government, academics, wherever, corporation, you name it, media, you had to respect that because that was our identity and it treated us very well. It allowed us freedom for so long and God's blessing. We were, we were pro-Christianity. We've lost that now through various slogans, which were, of course, manipulated into our system by nefarious powers who were seeking to, with hostility, take over the country, if you will, and destroy us. And they have. So now it's no longer pro-Christianity. Now it's everything but Christianity, and let's get rid of Christianity. We'll talk about, about that a bit more later, but pro-Christianity, pro-life, we respected life, human life, from conception to natural death. We used to have that. We used to cherish that. That was, a, that was part of our freedom, to know that your life meant something in Canada and in America. From the moment you were conceived to the moment you depart this earth, naturally. That was important. That had to be kept intact. We've lost that. We murder our babies. We murder our teenagers. We murder our elders. We murder everyone legally now. Pro-family used to be part of that identity. It was cherished. It was a blessing. It was encouraged and promoted. Male, female, husband, wife, children. It's good for the economy. It's good for society. And it's a blessing. We used to understand that. It used to be part of our identity as Canadians, as Americans, and we were very uh, fortunate 
to have that opportunity. Pro-self-defense. We used to believe from our founding fathers and documents, again, which come from a higher power, that we, because life is important and family is important and Christianity is important, we could protect, defend our lives, our households, our neighborhoods, our communities, our states, our country. We used to believe that to be of great importance and responsibility. We used to believe that. Not so, mo not so much anymore. Pro-country, the fifth one. What does that mean? We used to respect and honor the rule of law, order, justice, to which allows us peace, prosperity, freedom. Not so much anymore. And so the identity we used to hold on to, which gave us protection, which gave us a free country, freedom in Christ, in a country built by the principles that of the freedom Christ gave us, that allowed us to flourish and become some of the most sought-out countries in the world where people wanted to migrate to for freedom. For freedom. Not so much. Because now we've lost that. Purposely, by the way. Eroding. We've lost it. We've not passed on to our children how important it is to hold on to our freedom that we have in Christ and those five points that are pro. But now we've gone into the godless agenda. And the godless agenda is everything in the reversal. Antichrist. Everything is against Christianity now. Everything is against Christianity now. Anti-life. Everything's against human life now. Anti-family. Anti-self-defense. And anti-country. Order. Law. Justice. See, we've completely we've completely turned around. And this is not anything new in history. In inspired history, we've seen God's people do the same thing time and time again. Going further and further down each time they did so. In secular history recorded, we see the same thing. Why have some of the most well-known, documented international powers seem to have disappeared from history, from world existence. Implosion. Implosion. They let go the standard in which they were founded on, which allowed them freedom. Or if they were founded on false identity and things that were corrupt, then they didn't last too long. They may have had their moment in which they persevered and were in power of the world, but they've lost that. They're gone now. And through this godless agenda, the anti-Christ, anti-life, anti-family, anti-self-defense, and anti-country regime here, they go through five branches of power, which are sadly now fully corrupted. Are there still good, decent people in these branches trying to make a difference? I would like to think so, and I... We've seen so. There are some in there. But for the most part now, the balance has shifted. And through these five branches of power, sadly, too much corruption is in there. And inherently in these five branches is no sin. 
but the corruption found within has created this sin, this lawlessness. And what are these five branches of power? Government, corporations, academia, entertainment, in other words, movies, music, and sports, and media, news, and social. <clears throat> these are the five branches of power in the Western world which go mold and influence public life and they are now fully corrupted. So they no longer operate with the five identities which allowed us freedom and opportunity and security and blessing. No, they are part of the five godless agendas, which is to destroy. And we are certainly seeing the fruits of that now through government, corporation, academia, entertainment, and media. And all of them now are purchased propaganda under the influence of the World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization, what we commonly would call the far left, the extremist of the far left, which is foreign threat and interference, contaminating and destroying our five points of identity, which kept us free. Make no mistake, we can understand this in a sober, self-controlled mind, Make no mistake, we are at war. We've always been at war. Good and evil have always been at war. Good always conquers, not so physically at times, though at times it does, but more so eternally, spiritually. But it's not the kind of war we are accustomed to that is taking place currently, though it will gradually and very quickly get there kind of war we are accustomed to when we say, oh, we're at war is when we see soldiers and tanks and bombs and shooting and all of that taking place. We're getting there real soon. So you have your seatbelt on. But the kind of war we are dealing with now, of course, is psychological. It is a psychosis of sorts where you can manipulate the people through their devices, through the advancements of technology that we have. And if you're actually paying attention to these quote-unquote, villains that are in the World Economic Forum and World Health Organization, we be wise to trust what they say, because I believe that what they are saying is exactly what they're doing. So when they say, we are going to murder a whole bunch of you for climate change, I tend to believe that's exactly what they're doing. How are they doing it? Well, if we've been paying attention... There is a strange phenomenon, phenomenon taking place uh, where people are just dying suddenly. I know propaganda channels are not telling you these things. As a matter of fact, they are telling you if you hear these things, immediately scream at them and call them, ex call them conspiracy theories. Well, not so. So it is my position to start taking the bad guy's words for what they mean. Uh, another of the well-known components of the World Economic Forum has publicly said numerous times they continue to repeat the same thing so that we are knowing what they're doing. They don't need to hide it anymore. You know, It's taken 20, 30, 40, 50 years to get to this point, so they don't need to hide anymore. They've been at this for a while. Um, they want to murder us legally, obviously, legally, quote unquote. They've they've set the policies to their to their agenda. 
And that's what they've been doing. Because of the weather, climate change, which is a hoax, it's a farce, and all of those, all of us who have made our research know that. Even the founder, one of the most well-known founders of the climate change uh, uh, theory, uh, became the whistleblower to the very movement and saying it's all been a hoax, it's all been a farce. Uh, and if you look at individuals like Greta Thunberg and them, uh, is that Thunberg or Thunberg or whatever? How dare you? You know her that 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 one. Well. Even they know this is all a joke. If you've seen the, la the, the last uh, um, interaction taking place with uh, Rebel News Media and, and Greta and all that kind of stuff, these individuals are open with what they're doing. They are liars. They lie. They deceive. But at the same time, on the other side of their mouth, they just speak the truth very plainly. We are murdering you legally because we want to change the weather. Do they believe that? Well, maybe they do, maybe they don't, but they're doing it anyways. It's for complete control and power. And uh, the Schwab character there, the villain of them all, right? Uh, the Schwab character. Um, he's publicly said, listen, you all think you're going to be living in what you used to have in your identities of pro-Christ, life, family, self-defense, and country. You think you're going to have your America and your Canada like you used to have it in the, in the decades past. No, 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 no. That's done with. It's over. It's the new world. You are under our control. Social credit systems, we're going to make sure that if you do not comply, you will be exterminated or put into these concentration camps. And again, this is not a this is not the snowball fear-mongering effect, which I do know some certainly uh, channel. This is just very sober-minded stuff that they say. This is what they say. I didn't come up with that. They came up with that. Maybe we need to take them seriously. World, so uh, all of them now purchase propaganda under the influence in what? Again, government, corporation, academia, entertainment, and media. All of them purchase propaganda under the influence of the World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization, which is foreign threat and interference. So we make no mistake, we are at war as it stands, and they are aggressively moving forward to bringing it into a more military-style format, which they did you know, for uh, a few years uh, to make sure that, uh, well, we wore three masks and got all the vaccines and the boosters, I guess. I don't know. There's more of that coming. So the godless globalists who believe human beings are the problem needing to be extinguished are obviously going to move forward with the agenda. They've had this pre-planned. They've been at this for a long time. And it's always the same, by the way. They're not inventing anything. They do so through the various uh, uh, hostilities against a citizenry that still holds and clings to the five points which are of our identity. Pro-Christ, life, family, self-defense, and country. We are the enemy. Matter of fact, if you look at our um, government website over here in Canada and you look at extremist groups, we are right up there as one of the most dangerous extreme extremist groups in Canada. What is that? Faithful Christians. Faithful Christians. Yeah. That's where we are. So they're going to create these Bill C-11s, these Bill C-21s, and all kinds of other bills that are going to be enforced, whether we agree with it or not, which is, again, sad that some Canadians think, well, I'll just vote them out. <laughs> we voted communism in. We're not going to be able to vote communism out. There is a day coming where violence is inevitable. 
It'll just be inevitable. I am not encouraging violence. I am not saying time for violence. I'm not allowed to say that first and foremost because they'll come get me and put me in jail for hate speech and inciting all that kind of stuff. I mean, over here in Canada, they have come knock and knocked on our doors telling us we will be fined and jailed if we keep tweeting stuff against Prime Minister Justin Trudeau that he doesn't like. I mean, it, this is not a... This is reality. This is where we live. This is what's going on. So, no violence. No promoting violence. All I'm saying is there is a day when violence will be <clears throat> unavoidable. They are already using violence against us. They are stampeding us down with their horses. They're beating us. They're physically assaulting us. It doesn't matter if we're elderly ladies or children, uh, women, men. It doesn't matter. They're, they're getting rid of us. Some of our Canadian citizens have been revoked from any banking. No bank in Canada will allow certain citizens that are for freedom to have banking in Canada. Soon they will remove us from having any insurance for any purpose, any housing, any food. Yeah, that's where we're going. So this godless agenda is rolling forward in this full force. And you can you can check out everything I'm saying, by the way. You, you, you can look it up. It, you can find it. It's there. You won't find it through the very ones who are the problem, mind you. You'll have to go and find it on your own. But... <clears throat> All of that's taking place. So what do you have? Well, you have doctor-assisted suicide stuff going on. You have uh, the threats of an aggression and, and um, flourishing of nuclear war at, uh, around the corner. You have a, a new lockdown and a new pandemic every, every, every other month now. And uh, uh, climate change, uh, taxing us to death, gun control, what we're allowed to say, what we're not allowed to say, allowing perversion to flourish in our communities, allowing pedophilia to take hold of our children. If we dare say anything else well, against that or criticize that, oh, we're phobic of something. Um, there's this inflation, there's a depletion, there's a shortage in food, and so on and so on and so on. I could, Again, it just gets so repetitive. There's so much of it in the godless agenda. Well, it comes through the isms, and here's where I go through the channel of isms that are currently now in power and how it got there. I mean, we have to take accountability. We allowed this to happen. It just didn't happen. We allowed it to happen because we weren't strong to stand up against it. And I'll tell you why in our conclusion here, but before we go to the conclusion, the isms. So the isms, the influence of the ism began, of course, with the atheism. Atheism. Godlessness. Lack of knowing Jesus Christ and his love. Atheism got the foot in the door and got the component everywhere by claiming to be science. Oh, atheism is science. I believe in science. And science says there is no God. Well, that's a farce. That's a lie. That's not true at all. And science, the tool itself, can be utilized to prove beyond a doubt that there is a higher power. There is a divine creator. There is a purpose to our existence. I know I had to go through that. I too, before in my past life, was caught in the isms, atheism. There is no God. How do you know that? Science. 
No, it's not science. We were told it's science in school. What? Atheism. There is no God. Well, what does that mean? Science. No. No, really. It's only when I started to question myself and be like, these pestering Christians, these fools, why don't they just shut up already? Don't they know science won the day? Don't they know science proved that there is no God? Why do they keep pestering me? I better go see how ridiculous they are. And lo and behold, I found a website called apologeticspress.org. Apologeticspress.org. I found that website. And I'm like, wait a minute. These people call themselves Christians, and they're educated people. They're like scientists and stuff. And they, they create content and material that is intelligible, that is coherent. Wait a minute, what's going on? And they, they speak the scientific lingo. Some of these individuals over there work in some of the most prestige and respected and honored scientific realms. What are they? And, and they're Christians? No, that can't be right. And so I started viewing their content. And at the beginning, I was like, what? But then it started to really sink in because I was being honest. See, because aren't we supposed to be free thinkers, thinking freely, independently? Which made no sense to me, by the way, as an atheist, because, and I'm not saying I fully embraced atheism. I entertained it, certainly, because I thought science meant there is no God, and there is no God, because science, round and round, the, you know, wheels on the bus. But then I started, it started to soak in, like, hey, wait a minute. I'm seeing science prove God. Can this be true? Can this be real? Yeah. Uh-oh. And there we have Morpheus. You gonna take the blue pill or the red pill? Well, take a guess which way I went. I had to know. I wanted to know. I found it interesting to claim ourselves to be free thinkers. But under the worldview of atheism, you're an animal. And you don't have a free thinking cell. You're a slave to the dance of your DNA. But yet here I am thinking and pondering and feeling emotion and conscience. Where does that come from? I'm supposed to be an animal. But yet I'm thinking for my own self. Uh-oh. Quick, quick, I must turn on the TV so that they can tell me how to think. No, I didn't do that this time. I said, no, you know what? I'm going to keep the, t keep the TV off. I keep that shut off. I need to keep looking at what they're doing over here at apologeticspress.org. And slowly and surely, I was like, man, oh man. I was missing it, man. There is such a thing as truth. Okay, so one of the isms, back to the, the structure that I constructed here to help us understand what's happening. The influence of the isms is what brought us into a godless regime and a tyranny and an oppression. And it does so every time in history. This is, this is how it works. Atheism. And someone says, well, I'm an atheist, and I don't agree with what's going on, and I'm not a murderer. I, I'm well aware of that, my friend. I got no beef with you. I have a problem with your worldview, though. See, atheism doesn't hold the law to say that it's wrong to do what they're doing. You may say I don't agree with it, but through your worldview as an atheist, you have no law to stand on. You really don't. I know I've been there. At the end of the day, it's just because I say so. When a police officer stops you, he says, "I stop in, in what? In the name of the law. 
If a police officer is off duty and he's just pulling you over and saying, I just wanted to pull you over. You don't need to listen to him. Why? I don't know, because I said so. Well, that's not in the name of the law, is it? That's just because you said so. <clears throat> well, atheism, its worldview doesn't hold a law because everything is subjective. There is no objective absolute. There is no standard rule, law, and justice, which stems from the identity we have, which comes from a higher power. <laughs> So atheism misses it, but atheism opens up the door for all everything else, which is why we are found and where we are found. And you can see that very specific model described by Paul when he spoke to Christians in Rome, chapter 1. Speaking of the Gentile world and how that became so chaos, it all began with we don't thank God, we don't recognize God anymore, atheism. And then murder and perversion, perversion and murder. Okay, so we begin with the isms, the isms, atheism. Then that equals liberalism, progressivism, socialism, fascism, Marxism, communism, tyranny, oppression, both physically and spiritually. And there is debate on which one comes first. And a lot of smarter people than I am can figure out that path. But from my novice mind, I suppose, when it comes to these political titles and descriptions, that's how I've seen it. And this is what's happening. And this is the fruit that is being born by the tree we've planted called godlessness. This is the state of the Western world right now. It's on the verge of full-on collapse. But what, if, what about we Christians? How do we deal with that? How do we persevere? What do we allow our thoughts to think? You know, what's, what's going on? Well, we remain self-controlled, sober, aware of our surroundings. We must not allow ourselves to fall into panic, anxiety, though I know that's easier, to, easier said than done. I mean, we are human beings. We have families. I have a wife and children. I will protect them and defend them with my life. And every day that moment's becoming, uh, or getting closer and closer, it seems. You know, well, from my perspective and the things I've been able to understand in this life, in my mid-40s now, been a faithful Christian since 2011, the peace of the scriptures, the love of the scriptures, the instruction of the New Testament system, the 27 books of the Bible, the gospel and all the wonderful information in there, it eases and comforts your thoughts. Don't go through, you don't need to go through a filter. You don't, don't go to your, don't go through your pastors and priests, your reverends and popes. Don't go through them. Go through it yourself independently. You have a mind to think. Think for yourself. Open the Bible. Start reading in Matthew. Turn off all the devices and all the distractions. Read it. Meditate on it. Keep reading it. Read it again. You might not understand everything, but you're going to understand some stuff. Read it again. The information in there is the information of life. And it holds the gem of eternity. And in that information, the more people we can have following that information, the love of Jesus Christ, His grace, His mercy, and how we are to interact with Him and each other is the key to renewal, to bringing back a 
country where we can live in freedom. That's how it began. That's why it gave us all the wonderful things it gave us for a long time. People don't tend to take a step back and look at the world and be like, why is there so much war, murder, and violence in lo certain locations of the world? But that wasn't the case. Why was there so much freedom in America and in Canada? What, what, what happened? Why, why was that? Because as much as the devil wants you to think separation of state and religion is true, it's not. It's a lie. It's a lie. Whoever's in power is going to bring their religious views. That's all there is to it. And they're going to give it political names. But that's just the truth. So we want faithful Christians in power again. We want Christians in power. Have there ever been faithful Christians in power? Well, I don't know about that. But at least they respected Christianity enough to allow us the freedom we have in Christ to live in peace as neighbors. And if that's as good as it gets on this earth, then that's as good as it gets. And I more so embrace that than what we're living through now. Okay, so what is the cure? What is the remedy? What is the Christian application? Keep reading the Bible. Keep loving your neighbor. Don't retaliate. Don't revenge. Defend yourself and defend your neighborhood, your household, your community, your country. But Jesus would tell uh, the tax collectors, don't tax the people above and beyond what is fair, what is right. We know that those tax dollars are being taken for the purpose of capital punishment. Paul spoke these things, Peter as well. If you're actually paying attention to the context of the scriptures and what they are saying, you'd be truly amazed and fascinated at what's happening and how we uh, can be guided by those words. The words of the Holy Spirit. You want to be guided by the Holy Spirit? Read his words. I can't stand it when somebody says, I'm guided by the Holy Spirit. Do you read his words? I don't need to. I'm guided by the... Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa buddy. Uh, okay, okay. Whoa, 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 there, Sparky. No, no, no. If you're guided by the Holy Spirit, it's because you're reading his words and following his words. That's how that works. Now, we remain sober, self-controlled, aware of our surroundings. We become evangelistic. We tell people about the love of Jesus. We want them to obey the gospel. That is a thing. It's in the Bible. You can read that. Paul spoke those words to the Thessalonians. It'll teach us to be humble, to be loving. I mean, look at the Beatitudes from Jesus, Matthew chapter 5. I mean, if we just follow that. And none of, nothing in there is the kumbaya, let's just pretend we live in a fairy tale and everything's going to go okay while the world burns. No, it's very practical. It's very logical. See, the world and the godless agenda have made us to think that the Bible is not trustable, that the 66 books of the Holy Bible are not trustable. Don't trust those words. It's filled with contradiction. I used to believe that. Until again, I said, well, if I call myself a free thinker and I can't think freely, then I'm a walking contradiction. So I'm going to find out if it is true that all these contradictions they say exist in the Bible are, are true and real, that they are contradictions and that the book is not inspired. And again, I found my friends over at apologeticspress.org and I'm like, oh, wow, there's answers to these questions like, why is there so much evil? There can't be a God. Look at all the evil going on. All that kind of, all those questions. Oh, yeah, well, why is there a verse that says uh, you can see God, and then there's another verse that says you'll never see God? That's a contradiction. We never stop to think that maybe it's a matter of context. 
that maybe the same word in a certain book, in a certain chapter, is meant for a certain context, but in another book, in another context, in another part of history, it, it means something different. Like, for instance, in the Bible, the word wine. Would you know that the word wine in the Bible has two meanings? It can either mean non-alcoholic or alcoholic. And are you aware that every time it speaks of it in, in its format with alcohol, it's, it's discouraged? And every time it speaks of it with non-alcohol, and it, it's, it's a good thing? Like, are you aware of these things? How would I know that? I have to study these things. You have to look into these things for yourself, mind you. Well, if we stick with the Bible and we work with the Bible, we'll be faithful Christians to Christ, and we won't be raging lunatics who call themselves Christians. And you see them. They gave us a bad name, don't they? Oh, man. It's when I see these individuals who act so crazy-like, and they say they're Christians and driven by the Holy Spirit, and they're not sober. They're drunk on false teachings. The scriptures and the faith of the Bible is a very sober-minded, logical, scientific, historical. It has all the components you need to go to court in an honorable court and defend the truth and expose what is wicked. We need to go back to that. That's the cure. That's the remedy. It worked for America and Canada for centuries, and it'll work again if we go back there. And that's why the villains that are currently in control are saying, you will never go back to that world. That world is over. <laughs> Come on, you can't make these up, man. And that's why we're in the trouble we're in, because we can't discern the difference between fact and fiction. You sit down with, a, with people in the theater today, most of them believe what they're seeing on the TV. Most of them believe what they see on the silver screen. They think it's real. Remember the 70s, 80s, and 90s when we could watch movies and be like, ha that was funny, that was fun. That was a movie. It's entertainment. Now let's go back to the real world. Will real things happen? No, it's not like that anymore. Oh, no. So, anyways, in conclusion, how do we survive this? How do we move forward? The Bible. Practice benevolence. Practice evangelism. Love your brethren. Be together, united in a faithful congregation that belongs to Jesus. Well, there's a lot of churches there that call themselves churches that belong to Jesus, but man, oh man, if you look at what they're teaching and how they're acting, they belong to the devil. That ain't helping. That ain't helping the, the, the greater good uh, 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 of, of the kingdom of our Lord. This is not helping the gospel at all, those things. We got to stay away from those things. And how will we know the difference? Well, you go to the Bible. Again, that's what I've been telling you. That's the key. You go to the Bible. You read it for yourself, independently thinking. You don't need somebody else telling you. You can have friends that have been studying who can maybe bounce back and forth, you know, their studies. But at the end of the day, you have to meet God on your own independent accountability. Oh, I can't stress that enough. That's the cure. The only way we're going to turn this world around is the same way it's been turned around every time we've gone down this path in life. God. We need to humble ourselves, confess our sins before Him. Not man, before Him. Beg forgiveness. Clean up our thoughts. Clean up our mouth and the things we say. Clean up our actions, our behaviors. Start reading the Bible and following what Jesus said. And soon enough, we'll go, we'll make our way, we'll heat. Soon enough, God will heal us back into pro-Christianity, pro-life, 
pro-family, pro-self-defense, and pro-country. That good? What do you guys think? All right, Stefan Maia is my name. AddedSouls.com is the website, and I certainly do appreciate your kind attendance and the things taking place. Let's be mindful of that. Let's, uh, you know, do what we have to do. Consider subscribing to the channel, giving a thumbs up, a comment, sharing the link far and wide. Please consider supporting this work. We rely, we do this work, we build these tents, and uh, we survive by when you purchase these tents. I'm speaking of an illustration of sorts, right? Um, this is our work. And if you appreciate the product, quote unquote, please purchase it. You can do so over at addedsouls.locals.com. You can sign up and support monthly. And that goes for the Added Souls Ministry through the Maya family and the mission work we're involved with on the East Coast of Canada, eastcoastchurchofchrist.com. We'd love to have you. If you are seeking to know about a church, a small group of people who are family, that worship God, that study his word, that love each other. Listen, we're here for you. Come study with us, eastcoastchurchofchrist.com. If you're in New Brunswick, Canada, we're here for you. We can love each other, respect each other, and we can study together. Every member of the congregation has an important task and role, and we'd love to have you. We can talk about these things. We can talk about anything you want to. We want to grow the church for our Lord and Master to His glory, His praise, and you can be part of that, and we'd love for you to be part of that. Okay, stay focused and stay positive. Have yourself a wonderful weekend. Lord willing, Monday, come around again. I'll be sharing my sermon session with you. Look at the show notes. We go live from Monday to Friday when we can. Most times throughout the year we do, and uh, perhaps there's a day in there you, you, you really like. Well, Share the stuff, share the content. That okay? All right, peace out.